Is that a new shacket? It is. <laughs> I, of course, I had to wear. Don't ask about the gender of the shacket. <laughs> <laughs> this is a women's. <laughs> but I couldn't find. Wait, wait, wait. are we recording? Yes. <laughs> okay, this is great. So Dan's wearing a woman's shirt. I think it looks great. A women's jacket. You'd never know unless you were looking jacket. specifically at which side the, the buttons were on. Do you shop at Zara? So yeah, sometimes. Okay, That's what I... my cream one is from. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Zara. Dan, what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Off to a hot start. Sorry, everybody. It's Dan's fifth year. <laughs> Let me just grab a paper towel very quickly. We have to restart, Dan. <laughs> Rookie mistake. I have a hot take. A student needs to be like the focal point. I'm gonna get threats from faculty members. Oh, was that the podcast? Did you start yeah, the podcast? Yeah. <laughs> so that's where the alcohol comes out. <laughs> I think that sometimes when I twist this, I try to twist this so I don't mix it up with people, but then it oh, throws me off yeah. when I feel it, and I think it's like over here and yeah. it spills up. Dude, I have this bad habit of like, I drink. You drink like, it on the side of your side. mouth a lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Gabby's always like, what are you doing? And yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I yeah. just, I always have a little bit. Yeah. Particularly with water bottles. I've yeah. seen you do that a lot. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen someone do that. Really? I, I don't know what I don't, it is. Yeah. I don't I, think, yeah it's I don't the same people that when they, they put their foot up and they tie their shoe and then the knot is like, drives oh. <laughs> me crazy. Yeah, just get oh my gosh. All right. What are we talking about today? Besides um, the fact that Dan is wearing a woman's jacket. Hey, this, it looks good. You never would have known. What, what do you call that color? Is that like a... I like was a actually trying to think of it. Dijon yeah. mustard. <laughs> Dijon, well, I would have called it like a dark, but like shiny, mustardy... Like a brown mustard. Kind of rust. Yeah. What but is like so, the coarse mustard call? Like the... Just spicy mustard? Spicy mustard? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Underwhelming. But I... I the, so the reason I didn't actually get this, my girlfriend got this for me, because... I she borrowed, wanted to wear it? <laughs> I, I borrowed my friend's... Um, and I was like, this is such a great color. I love it. And I, I couldn't find anything like it that was like a similar color. Every time I try to like find one in the men's section, it'd be like a brown or something. And I was like, this is not the color I'm going for. So here I am. Finally here you are. Re reunited with a Was this color. an online purchase by chance? It was, but I had oh. already tried it out before. You tried it out? Okay. Yeah. And a personal line. So what do we want to talk about? Today, I'm going to talk about ads, online ads. I think that we were briefly discussing that as a yeah, possible topic. Sure. Does that I work? I think that's a good, everybody sees them. Mm -hmm. Everybody eventually interacts with them. But what makes you interact with them? And mm. the difference between those ads and the rest, mm. right? And I think when you scroll through your newsfeed, nowadays I feel like it's 50% ads. What makes you stop and click one? Maybe even Ooh. thinking about Instagram too, where I think it's maybe a little heavier, but also easier from a, it feels a little more natural hmm. and you have a good opportunity to visually express your brand. Um, what do good ads look like? Or well, do you, do you have an ad in mind? Like when's the last time you remember clicking through an ad on social? I'm you personally a sucker for the, like <laughs> Instagram, like You've got like some very sleek looking, I don't know, house product or clothing item or like some shoes or something and just like beautifully photographed and like, you know, in some. Like a video ad or like a photo ad? Usually typically? just a photo, just, a photo but just like, you know, 
something very aesthetic. I'm like, oh, that's so sad here. I gotta get it. And then I'm like, oh, I can't do this. This is a waste of money. It's so not gonna what, anyway. what, do you remember a brand though? Like what's like what's a brand that comes to mind? Like that you actually, you haven't purchased I from? I have one for you. Oh, there you go. All right, go, 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 Touch go. of Modern. I don't know Ooh, if you've seen yes, I get their ads all the time. Oh, really? It sounds like something I'd like. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like it, they have really cool like a record player that's actually like you plug into your phone and play music but it looks oh, like an cool. old school record player and it's like classy cool stuff with like modern yeah touch oh, yeah that's the name um but i feel like their stuff like they take amazing pictures like yeah. they also make the whole room look amazing <laughs> yeah, yeah and they're only selling the one thing exactly well that's what i mean but it's yeah. it's staging done yeah. perfectly well where i'm like dang if they you could fill a house with that type of stuff yeah. and use that as your base for selling houses and you'd be a billionaire there yeah. yeah they're good that's good i'm trying to think about like i feel like i feel like you're someone who buys a lot of things that i see in ads <laughs> like, every product that i see like your hat? wearing is like oh like the melon oh, I'm hat pretty sure I yeah. that in an ad. And then i see you wearing something i was like oh i've seen that one in an ad too <laughs> yeah yeah that's probably mostly true um i'm thinking about like so I, I, I've like bought things that I've heard about like on podcasts mm -hmm. that then I get like Instagram ads for after I've like yeah. already bought it because I heard it from like a, a podcast. But like in terms of actual social ads that I've recently clicked on, I did click on. So I had Athletic Greens, which is like everywhere. Yeah. I had had Athletic Greens, then I stopped Athletic Greens because I was on the road, and now being back, like I I repurchased a subscription, mm -hmm. and it was because. Not not entirely, but like they did have a super cool, compelling video that was actually full of stats of like, you know, notable people like Tim Ferriss like talking about improvements that he's seen after like he tracked he like had athletic greens for like sixty days and then tracked his energy levels and charted his energy levels and then like they threw that into like a super cool like video. So it was stat based and they were leveraging like an influencer like Tim Ferriss who I have great affinity for. So I did click through that ad, and that ad inspired me to resubscribe. So I think that that yeah, yeah. that's where I feel like the yeah the difference and what makes it hard is like the retargeting of yeah. like all right you searched for our product or you were on our website or you did whatever like those I feel like those work on me at least pretty easily versus the like cold sell yeah. type of ads where I'm like all right those better be you have to be amazing because I'm not going to stop scrolling unless I like something stands out versus yeah. when it's a brand you're scrolling and you're like oh yeah athletic greens yeah i used to use them like you're not going to skim by that versus a yeah brand new brand in your face um and what you know what does a brand do a school do to stand out yeah in like a busy news feed when just like great campus shots can be everywhere though yeah. like yeah what what really is going to draw in somebody's attention um i feel like here's an idea so I'm thinking about like advertising 101 is focused on like how do you make how do you capture attention mm -hmm. like step number one is somebody's got to stop scrolling yeah. right um, and then there's step number two which is then they have to like be interested enough to read the ad copy right and then they have to be interested enough to kind of click through to whatever your landing page or your offer is focusing on step one I wonder if like a, a simple hack I'm making this up as I go along but it's like what if you took screenshots of your first like 10 scrolls or something like that and just then analyzed, okay, what are the first 10 things that I see when I open Instagram? Like 
like what are the kinds of photos? Like what are the kinds of um, videos? What are the kinds of reels that I'm seeing in my feed? And then from a design standpoint for the creative, how do I make something that is like the inverse of mm-hmm. that? Like the, like converse uh, to that, a, right? Yeah. So that at the very least, assuming there's some synergies and overlap between those initial like 10 screenshots, at the very least, like you're using a black background with like reverse copy text or something mm-hmm. like that, simply because everyone else is using neon colors or like, yeah. you know, like white or strong visuals. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, like what do you, what do you guys think about like, what, what are some things that people could do at the offset with mm-hmm. respect to developing creative? Um, what's a simple hack or a simple framework that they might be able to take advantage of? I think maybe we start there. Yeah, I feel like a, a universally recognized thing or phrase for the most part. So like think about one of the ads I recently saw. Um, I think it was McCoy University for their MBA program and they have in like big font shift happens. Uh, shit happens, shift happens, right? And it's like one of those things where it's like kind of funny, quirky, but also like vague where I'm yeah. like, all right, now what? Yeah. And then below that, they talk a little bit more about like what they offer very briefly in like, you know, 16 month, sorry, McCoy, if 16 months is not accurate, 16 month, you know, certification course, whatever it is. Um, here's roughly like how much time that is going to cost you. Um, and then they're actual caption to the post was, you know, basically incentivizing you to claim an app fee waiver hmm. um, if you go through their Instagram ad, which is like, all right, it's kind of everything. And was it like a want. career shit? Like, was it like, what, what, what is shift? It's their, like, the non-traditional MBA. So okay. they're trying got to, like, it, accelerate yeah, yeah. the MBA process, get you, like, in and out as fast as possible while teaching you everything they deem, you know, you yeah. need to know. Um And I think what's cool about that one is it's like, all right, caught your attention, quick, like very short, here's why. And then a like incentive call to action at the same time, different than just like the basic, like apply now, where it's like, eh. Whereas when they give you the like, all right, we'll waive the app fee thing. Small fee in the grand scheme of things, but it's an incentive based ad that I think probably performs better than the classic, just like, and start your app, the deadline's June 1, and it's like, that's your problem, not mine. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember if we talked about this on like a previous episode, but like I was telling you guys, we ha- we did a podcast series with uh, our friends over at Zimi, and we interviewed like high- current high school students. And one of the like the big takeaways from that conversation was they were like, "Look, like we're the generation that like grew up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like we like." really aesthetically pleasing things yeah, kind of like yeah, what you were yeah. saying and like yeah. you're the youngest of us so like yeah. it's like you you first and foremost like even though like i feel like as marketers we a lot of the time talk about like how like design is important but it's like not the most important thing i wonder if there's like this shift happening too just in in terms of like user expectation that like things have to be beautiful they have to be aesthetically pleasing in order for you to stop mm-hmm. then you have to tackle okay how do, how do you make sure that this con there, there's something of value here? There's something compelling yeah. here, but if it's not pretty, right? Or if it's not doing something to harness your attention initially, it you could it it doesn't matter what the content is or what the right. you know how compelling the offer is. Yeah, mm. I mean, as somebody that likes aesthetically pleasing things, like thinking about in the context of a college, what do you? Sh- I feel like the campus shots are—they're so overdone that it yeah. almost doesn't matter yeah. how nice your campus yeah. is. Yeah. So, like, where do you get 
What do you take pictures and of? And how can that? you really tell the difference between like a campus shot, like right. an initial scroll, like how many people, how many schools have like buildings that are so recognizable yeah. that like you know in an instant, oh, this is, you know, Georgetown University or right. like maybe there's like three or four schools, right, that have these iconic buildings, but mm -hmm. that's it. Yeah. I feel like it's not necessarily about like capturing the really big like, you know, recognizable building or whatnot, but for example, what catches me a lot of times when I'm scrolling about the aesthetic ads that I'm finding, it's usually like, you know, you, you see the big, beautiful room and like there's the one little record player or whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's like the secondary thing that you notice. The, the first thing is like the rig, the really beautiful room. Hmm. And I feel like, like a lot of times when it comes to uh, higher ed advertising, usually it's reliant on either like campus shots or a lot of ad copy. Personally, which I've literally never yeah. read an ad <laughs> on the internet because like I'm trying to read or I'm trying to you know, especially on Instagram, yeah. look at pictures and whatnot, and like I'm not here to read things. Yeah. Um, and if you're on another web page, like there's a million other ads probably also on there, and like I'm not taking any time to read any of mm -hmm. these. I'm gonna go to the one that like probably just like looks cool to me, and like at very least I could screenshot that, even if there's no product I like, and I'm like, this is a cool room mm -hmm. that I like enjoy to go to. But what? It kind of reminds me of is like I really like the direction. Do you remember what's the dentist that we? Oh, tend. tend, tend, yeah. Tend. I feel like they have taken like an already um, undesirable experience going to the dentist and figured out a way to just make every like part of it both beautiful and find every piece of friction. And how do you like get rid of that yeah. mm -hmm. within the experience? I and. Not that I necessarily have seen their ads, but dude, that's I'm how sure I found. I found them on Instagram. Oh, actually. Right? Yeah. yeah, and I told you about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The that was from that... Instagram. Yeah, it's a good example. Yeah, right. But I feel like college is one of those things when you're applying or whatnot. Like, also, you're used to a generic experience where you know every place has a beautifully green, you know, lawn and a great building that's made of all glass for their engineering building, <laughs> and like. Nobody needs to see that. Plus, like, come to our thing. We'll like wave your app. I mean, like, everybody's yeah. waving app for you. Yeah. But how could you paint your your institution in a in a way that, like, you know, one, like, you're just different and maybe aesthetically beautiful. Like, I don't know if it's like uh, even just faking something. I don't know. Just like something <laughs> to capture people's attention. But yeah. like. I don't think that that's something that's being done at least right now within university. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I think that's a really good point. I also wonder, like, yeah, like, how important it is it is it to like find your thing? Like, for example, um, Corinne Myers, who hosts the application, which is one of our the podcasts in our network. Yeah. In her like little podcast intro, like she talks about like liking campus squirrels, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think like. I mean, I know this is probably ridiculous and, and stupid and silly or not, but like, what if there was like just a your your university? If you have a lot of squirrels, like, <laughs> like what if you did something ridiculously fun and beautiful, like a fashion show of like squirrels, where like you're you're doctoring the photos, but it, but it's literally like like you are you're trying to you're capturing real photos of real squirrels on your campus and mm -hmm. then building shit around it, like. Yeah. I feel like there is something to be said for, yes, aesthetic, something, you know, 
being aesthetically pleasing. I think the other thing that gets noticed, or that at least gets me to stop scrolling, is ridiculousness. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like beauty, like ridiculousness yeah. are like the like ends of the spectrum. And I feel like you've got to be on like one end of the spectrum yeah. in order to like develop a, a an right. interesting creative. Yeah, and and some level of consistency, I guess, yeah. to go along with it, right? Of like, oh, this thing again, right? Yeah. Like, okay, they're doing their squirrel thing again. Like, that's funny. Um, mixed in with all the other kind of like regular things. And I think, yeah, even the beautiful campus, it's like, okay, you say you have beautiful campus, it's safe, it's all these things. Like, everybody says that. Yeah. Nobody's going to say the opposite of those things. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, what yeah. are you doing that's going to be a little bit more of like, oh, they're the school that does this thing, yeah. right? Whatever that thing is, everybody will have their own thing. But like developing that, and then consistently having updates on that thing, I think allow you to, yeah, almost like build a brand around your campus beyond the classic, like, you know, three pillars of yeah. beauty, safety, and, you know, close-knit community that <laughs> everybody says. Also, I love when, like, a school in the Midwest, like in Indiana or, like, you know, Minnesota, like, posts this, like, beautiful, like, summer campus shot, and you're like, Oh, yeah. All right, like you're butt ass cold, like yeah. eight months out of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like there is snow on the ground yeah. for six months out of the year. Like, come on, yeah, like, it's warm and like talk there. about false advertising. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like when you're gone for summer vacation, yeah. the weather here is beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's great. You can get all these beautiful yeah. campus shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. The there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. But, but yeah, it is interesting. Like, okay, like what makes, what makes a great, and I, I guess maybe, it really depends on like, okay, like what is, what is the school targeting? Like if, if, if the goal with your Instagram campaign is to get somebody to come to an event, right? Mm -hmm. Like what creative makes the most sense for an event promotion versus like, if it really is just, I mean, I don't know, this would be really, I'm sure there's data out there. Like how many people have started an application from an Instagram ad on their phone? Like what is the percentage of people yeah. that actually click apply now and begin filling out an, you know, an application? because of an Instagram. I have to believe we're talking like single digit percentages, if oh, that, yeah. if I was, that. I was gonna say decimal point. Decimal point, yeah. yeah. So, so, so therefore it's like, okay, first of all, like maybe you shouldn't be running any of those ads on Instagram. So, it, you know, if, if, you, if you remove that, like, and you think a little bit further, a little bit like um, back uh, in terms of like a student's journey to enrollment and you think about an event, mm -hmm. what is the kind of creative that would inspire you to like give up a Saturday morning to come to a recruitment event? Yeah, I, I like the idea of like, you know, doing something with the like squirrels or whatnot. Um, it reminds me, I feel like one thing that I haven't seen a lot in like the education space is like storytelling through an ad campaign. Hmm. Like, you know, like the Allstate, like Jake from State Farm, or not yeah. Allstate, Jake from State yeah, Farm. Yeah, yeah. And like you see videos of him like doing just this most random things like all the time, usually it's like a five to 15 second ad. And, like, it's just him, like, I don't know, doing whatever, getting a pizza or, I don't know, whatever. Or, like, the, yeah, like, the Old Spice guy. Like, how do you, yeah, how do you like, yeah. find, maybe, and maybe it's your mascot. Yeah. Like, how do you do storytelling through your yeah. mascot? But, yeah. but you're seeing them, like, it's all, you're always, like, seeing them do something different. And it's not necessarily, like, actually useful to the thing that they're trying to sell. Mm -hmm. But, like, you're getting connected to the character that they're, you know, uh, presenting and you just you see it over and over doing something else you know doing it in a different location or whatever and I feel like there's there's some kind of I always appreciate those ads because mm. 
you know, whenever you notice them, you're like, oh, I, I remember the last 10 ads. Like, yeah. I'm probably not remembering any other ads, but like, you've reminded me of all the other ads I've seen from you. Yeah, and yeah. I feel like a lot of times, uh, schools are usually like very cut and dry with the kind of like ad copy that they have. And I feel like there's a lot more room to explore like long form storytelling over like 20 ads. And, you know, and playing into the long. stereotypes of those things, I think about progressive yeah, yeah. like theirs well. like theirs are so <laughs> yeah. and just like the don't be your parents campaign yeah run, yeah like they're so funny and they have just different versions of them but every time you see one you think about the other one that's like your favorite one or all these others yeah. that you're like you know those are so good and i think that's the way that like yeah there has to be some theme within your campaign or your your brand that maybe even if it's exclusive to instagram still exists i was thinking about um when you're talking about like getting people to a recruitment event i feel like you're always going to get the people you're going to get meaning you're going to send the email and the people that are going to come to an event that would always want to come to an event yeah. are going to come yeah 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 unless there's a conflict right so how do you get the people that aren't necessarily going to come yeah um that's so good. one of the things i think i read about this in the minute either last week or the week before um was about having themes for your events and think mm. about themes as like party themes mm. so like an 80s theme uh. or a superhero theme and mm. like trying to play into that from a school brand standpoint of like again i'm making this up now but like this program is the batman of you know programs because this that and the other do you identify as Batman or are you a Superman, which mm. is our, this program. Mm. Um, and like trying to just make it like a little bit more fun yeah. first yeah. for the people that aren't there to like learn. So yeah. I think there are, you're, they're going to come because they're going to be on the fence and they might normally just be like, no, it's just going to, I'm going to sit in the lecture hall. They're going to talk to me. They're going to ask me questions one on one. I'm not really here for it. Um, versus the, like, this could be a fun thing. I'll bring one of my buddies who, you know, I think also is somewhat interested at least. Um, we'll both go, it won't be that bad. And it sounds like it'll be, you know, a little bit of fun at the same time. Um, and how you can lean into that type of thing versus just the, here are the facts. And it's yeah. like, well, the facts aren't all that interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's good. That's good. I, I, I really like that idea. And like, I feel like the execution of it needs to be really good because otherwise yeah. it'll be super cheesy right and and whatnot but i think like if you could execute something like that well at the very least it'd be memorable like yeah. people would be talking about that with their friends like did you i you know what i think about the time when uh enrollify's uh agency partner dd agency went to the ama conference i think this was ama 2019 and um they had somebody dress up in like a the blow up like dinosaur like yeah. the t-rex costume yeah, yeah. and the DD agency's like mission statement is we help David speak Goliath and Goliath was like this T-Rex and the number of people that remembered DD agency as like the dinosaur people yeah, or the yeah. T-Rex people right. it was off the charts yeah. right and it was really just because it was different like right. it was it was and, and it did you know it, it correlated to the brand mm -hmm. right like it, the, the brand it was it, you know there was brand integration there and but but it was it was so silly but it got so much attention, yeah. right? Yeah. And I think that that's that's the trick. It's like, okay, like, yeah, what do you, what can you do? Whether it's, you know, what superhero are you, and how how does that align with these respective programs mm -hmm. within our college or school? How how do you do something that's going to be talked about? Like, yeah. it, it's like that that should be 
when you get into the conference room with your team and you're planning the recruitment event, a goal should be how do we design an experience that's going mm-hmm. to be talked about? Yeah. I mean, and trendy. Like, think yeah. about the dinosaur thing, too. That was the that year was tre- that yeah. they had, the, like, the whole dinosaur, whatever they where They had, like, thousands of people showed yeah. up in their costumes yeah. and they, like, oh, ran down yeah. the street yeah. and did this whole thing. So it was, like, one of those things where everybody had seen, and it was the same costume. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it was, like, everyone had seen that. Yeah. And so it was a little bit of, like, okay, I'm aware of, like, what this is. Yeah. But why is that here? Like, that doesn't make sense because... Yeah, it seems too cool. Everybody else too is cool for wearing the a suit and handing out a brochure. Yeah. And then there's this guy in a dinosaur costume. Um, yeah. I feel like one thing that, like, in the in that kind of context where you have an agency trying to, like, do an ad campaign at a conference, like, every agency that is doing ads for, like, this conference is just like throwing some they're probably not putting like, no. loads of time no. into it like mm-hmm. just trying to like get their message wrong agencies are terrible marketers of themselves exactly. yeah. yeah full but stop i feel like there is slightly you know there can be a bit of a similar situation in like university marketing where you know people are just used to kind of like maybe boring not necessarily cutting edge advertising and so like you're not necessarily being bombarded with like the best ads in the world from mm-hmm. all of these different institutions but then as soon as there there's one that like put in a little bit of effort doesn't take themselves too seriously yeah. and then is standing out from the rest i feel like it's a very like easy thing you know assuming you do it well um to just like differentiate yourself very quickly and like without the most effort in the world yeah 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 i also i feel like there's something universally true about like what makes a great ad regardless of like your industry or, mm-hmm. or the product. And I, I think a good example of this is we just put out this you know master course with Terry Flannery and you, sir, put together this incredible trailer. And we shared the trailer with obviously, you know, in Rollify's following and th- throughout social, but we shared it with a lot of people that knew nothing about higher ed or nothing about higher ed marketing. And they were impressed by it. Like they were compelled by it. And I think that's because the way that you know you crafted this and, and put this together, um, it told this super cool story. There was suspense, right? Mm-hmm. We, you know, it's, it it was short. It was a total of like forty five seconds or whatever it was. And so anyone, it, it, you know, people people would be willing to give you forty five seconds no matter like who you are, right? Assuming it wasn't yeah. horribly boring. And it, it hit on a lot of the mechanics of what makes a great ad. There was good. There was a good hook. There was good suspense. There was good music, right? Like. The, the quality of the footage was fantastic. And my point being, like, it captured the attention of people that know nothing and care nothing about higher ed marketing. And so I do think that, like, when it comes, I th- sometimes we freak ourselves out a little bit. We think we have to recreate the wheel or do something, you know, incredibly different because we're institutions of higher education that are re- trying to recruit next generations of students. And yet there's a lot of principles of just any, of just general advertising that I think you can tap into. Um, when, when putting together your creative campaigns, it's true regardless of what you're selling and who you are. Yeah, and I feel like there's just a lot of styles too. Like there's no silver bullet and there's the people that are gonna launch the one Instagram campaign a quarter and mm-hmm. it's gonna be awesome and that's great and that works for them. Then they're gonna be the people, the smaller school that has you know a young enthusiastic person that's gonna be doing Instagram Live stuff every day. They're posting constantly and they're, they're playing the volume game and that works for them. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, you don't have to try and do one thing or this thing. Like you can test a variety of the things out, but then also lean into the thing that's working for you. And if that's different than what 
this blog post says or one of us three says that like keep doing it then yeah. like there i don't think there is even you know a an ad that like okay great we can just continue to run this ad yeah. until the end of time and we'll be set it's yeah. like the ad's only an ad at the end of the day um what are you doing to kind of and i think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier of like building a theme within your ad campaigns or like having some level yeah. of storytelling that's yeah. going to like keep people coming back and even if they didn't see the first seven but they saw the eighth it's still like funny and interesting yeah and then they see the other seven and they're like oh that's hilarious i had no idea those existed i think again going back to progressive that's the way they've done it where you could watch a, prog- a new progressive commercial today and you'd be like those are hilarious yeah you'd see another one and be like oh my gosh they probably have more yeah. let me go look them up all of a sudden they're retargeting you eventually maybe they sucker you in right yeah. it's like but it's it's a long game you're not and i think going back to your point earlier of how many people click an ad and start their application from an Instagram, you know, thing on their phone? Probably next to nobody. But what they might get is some level of interaction, and then it's like, all right, retargeting. That's where it's like, again, it's this full funnel marketing yeah. system. Um, but at least you got it. If you have a crappy ad, you're not getting that click in yeah. the first place, and you know, there's almost no point. Yeah, I yeah, I think what you were saying and what you just piggybacked on again is, I think that that's the big idea. Like that's the takeaway. Is like, how do you? come up with some character or some persona to have a consistent story. And I really do think like university mascots are totally underutilized. Yeah. Like how many oh, yeah. you know people go, have gone to an institution and like kind of maybe know who their mascot is? Like yeah. of, of course there are some famous ones, but like the beautiful thing about a mascot is, I mean, I don't have data on this, but I don't know how often mascots change. Right. Like if, yeah. if ever, maybe once every couple decades, yeah. maybe, it's right? Change. It's an expensive change. And so, you know, thinking about, you, you can take that character and right. design campaigns around it for, in theory, 20, 30, 40 years, right? Yeah. And I think about, like, Flow, and I think about, you know, um, Mayhem, you know, Allstate oh, yeah. guy. Like, these are characters that you identified, you know, outside of their campaigns. Right. Like, if you saw yeah. that guy walking down the street... He'd be the Allstate guy. He'd yeah. be the Mayhem guy. Like you it know. seems like insurance companies. <laughs> yeah, insurance. Hyred can learn a lot from insurance companies. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that's the big takeaway. But but again, I think that there's if if I were in a leadership position at a university right now, and I was planning out my you know 2022 to 2023, yes, 2022 to 2023, <laughs> sort of like ad campaigns. I'd mm-hmm. think about like how do we put together a story around our mascot, yeah. and let's let's try that out. Yeah. What's, what's interesting about that is I feel like insurance is one of those things where largely everything that they're selling is basically the same. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, obviously different locations and like hopefully different quality of like education at different institutions. But like at the end of the day, like yeah. kind of going there for a degree and you're just you're you're getting the same thing wherever you go. And it's not like there are that many that are doing like a really terrible job at it. So most people are going to like be pleased, hopefully. Don't cancel Dan. <laughs> I mean, I dropped out, so. I had a no, but. Story for another time. Yeah. Um, Harvard wasn't cutting it. But I feel like that's one situation where, you know, you, you, you are just like kind of all selling a very similar product. Yeah. And if you can just have some fun with it and differentiate yourself in, you know, a way that is not connected quite at all to like what you're actually selling, mm-hmm. I think, you know, that'll just put you above everyone else because no one else is doing that in that space. 
everyone's doing it in insurance. Yeah. Why there's so many great ex- like yeah. examples yeah. of that. But. I also think about the fact that like I feel like Geico had the market on like great ads. Yeah. yeah and then like it's funny, yeah. no one's brought up Geico yeah. in this conversation. Yeah. And like they were they were like the first movers and shakers yeah. here, right? And so now. it's cool to see like you know even if you're not the leading brand in your respective you know category, you can learn from other brands that are doing it well and maybe do it better to the point where we don't even mention Geico and all we can think about is progressive and all state. Right. Yeah. Just don't be the general. Just tell me the channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is great. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of The Brewstorm. Special thanks to Matt and the team at Double Take Promotional Marketing who gave us these great koozies and sponsor this show. If you want to learn more about Double Take Promotional Marketing and you want us to connect you with Matt and the team, click on the links below. That was good, <laughs> honestly. Wow. And I'll do the porky to take the lap off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we good?